Laura, this is your first time to cover the SEC spring meetings. Uh, your impression? It's been really interesting. You know, I think um, my experience has always been that SEC media days is sort of the only time that I've done things like this. And so to be here for this, it's a much more casual feel. Mm -hmm. And I, I would say that what sticks out to me is just the emphasis on family. Everybody's children are running around. It's, it's a nice way to just catch up with people. And then, of course, also find out what's going on uh, from a news perspective around, around this conference and around our league and so I've really enjoyed that part of it and I recently had spent some time uh, going to the Big 12 and Pac-12 meetings and uh, Big 10 was also there and, and their meetings are a lot different from this so it's been fun kind of comparing the two and just seeing how uh, the SEC operates and just a, a very special time to be here. It's a pretty good setting, too, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's not bad to look out at the beach. and It is funny because you see people who you see all the time in more professional clothing, and everyone's kind of walking around here in their beach clothes, and <laughs> it does make you laugh a little bit. Like, oh, that, I didn't expect to see that person like that. But it's, uh, it is a beautiful place to be. In, in covering the meetings, have you had a chance to talk to a lot of coaches, a lot of athletic directors? What, what, have, what has kept you busy? Yeah, um, talking to coaches and, and obviously some ADs too. And I, I think one of the things that stuck out to me, I mean, even, you know, day two of these meetings, all these coaches are meeting, of course, about their own topics. But uh, Kirby Smart was in a rush to try to get out of here because he had 30 freshmen who were coming to town in Athens and needed to get back there. And so I think what sticks out to me is just how these coaches manage all of their obligations and I think as fans of the sport and even um, as media members we are very quick to be critical we're very quick to be paying close attention to what these these guys are doing which we have to because that's part of our job but it's also just another reminder that everybody has so much going on. And so it, it was interesting, though, kind of catching up with them and seeing what's on their minds. And obviously hot topics with, like the transfer portal and mm -hmm. things of that nature um, are, are things that I was quite asking questions about. But um, I think overall you walk away from this feeling like the league's in a really great spot. Do you feel like you get more information here than you do at Football Media Days? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think here it's just a, a more intimate setting and you are able to really spend more quality time with people. And it's a great foundation to have as you head into the season. All right, in the East Division, is it going to be Georgia or Florida? I think it's going to be Georgia. I, I think at this point it's hard to see uh, a team that's just quite as good as them. I would actually point out South Carolina, too, as a team that you know people need to watch out for. Um, and there are a couple of teams. Even Alabama has to go to South Carolina. It'll be one of their more hostile environments uh, in, in their league. I'm not saying that they're going to beat <laughs> – <laughs> that South Carolina is going to beat Alabama, but I do think that South Carolina has a chance to be a little better than some people are predicting, but I still think Georgia is the team to beat. And actually, nationally, if you talk about the top of the top, Georgia's right there for me. I mean, it's hard to make a case that they're not in the top three of college football, so they're just going to be hard to take down for anybody. Who's the biggest challenger to Alabama in the West? 
hard to figure that out because I think when you look at the West, you, you really feel like Alabama just once again is the king. But I would say actually LSU going into this year, and not a lot of people are talking about LSU, but the way that they've revamped their offense truly, I mean, I still think they were trying to get past the um, day and age of Les Miles offenses that really had become not as successful in this league and were a lot of the reason why they moved on from that. And now they've made the transition. And so I, I think that their offense is going to be more creative. There's going to be more that you'll see out of them from that standpoint. And and they're always, they always have really good players that in one-on-one -on -one matchups do uh, match up well to a team like Alabama.